I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And, and this, this is That Other F Word. Hey, Katrina. Hey. Remember when, like, you're a kid and, like, someone wants a hug and, like, yep. you have to give them that hug? I didn't. So I don't actually remember that either because I hugged like everyone when I was a kid. <laughs> like my parents would introduce me to like say their boss and I would go up and give them a hug. I, yeah, I didn't. I did. I was not that kid. It's, it's funny. Does that sound so weird? I'm not warm and fuzzy now and I wasn't warm and fuzzy then. Yeah, we're magically still opposite ends of the spectrum, <laughs> even on this issue. Even as children. But this is a thing that happens to little kids all the time is there's this expectation for them to hug or kiss or do other like mm-hmm. physical affection that is just expected um, for relatives, I guess, friends. Yeah. I don't know. And it's a weird thing. Oh, I, 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 so in my experience, I was not a huggy, touchy, lovey, feely kid. And as a result, my brother was the favorite kid for <laughs> our whole family um, because he was. It's funny. Now as adults, we're much more opposite. <laughs> he is a lot less um, huggy and stuff. And I'm more not, Still not by a whole hell of a lot, but I I do I do enjoy a really good hug. Um, yeah, but my my brother used to sit on everybody's lap and give everybody hugs and and I was like, oh hey, okay, I'm yeah. I'm moving on. I'm not going to hug and kiss you. I'm out. <laughs> um, just tell me you love me and I'm good. Don't show me. <laughs> yeah, and and so yeah, and he was he was very much favored by our entire family, um, extended and whatnot. My parents, by our extended family, everything, but. Because it, it was easier to love him, quite yeah. frankly. I get it. I actually understand it. <laughs> I don't understand but, the force of it. Th- that annoys me. Well, and like, and actually, like, affection shouldn't be based on, like, what a little kid is willing to do, right? <laughs> yeah, and I don't think any kind of force, you know, we, we here, I think both, have always expressed a problem with, like, any kind of forced physicality or... Um, physical contact of any kind yeah. from anyone. And so I yeah. don't know why we think it's, I, I mean, I think I have a theory, but you know. Well, so let's first, so we've kind of addressed how we were as kids. Mm-hmm. In fact, I mean, my whole family is pretty f- huggy. Um, that was, I don't remember that ever being an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it really wasn't until I was in college and I met my friend Addie and she was like, yeah, I don't love to be hugged. And I actually still have never hugged Addie. Um, mm-hmm. Even though, I mean, I would love to, but, like, it means something to me to respect the way... Yeah, she has already expressed that she doesn't love that. Right. And it didn't... Well, to be honest, it had never occurred to me that, like, someone wouldn't want to be hugged. Right. And it didn't (laughs) offend you, right? It wasn't a personal slight. I was like, huh. Okay. Here's another way. Not everyone's like me. Right. I want to make sure that I show her, like, our... Like, I respect our friendship in this way. Mm Mm-hmm. And now it's to the point where she's like, you know, we we could hug, like that would be fine. And I'm like, no, I'm respecting our friendship in this way. <laughs> yeah. No. And also, like, this is the longest I've ever been friends with someone and not hugged them. So let's let's like, keep the trend rolling, I right? Know. Like that's kind of a neat thing. Well, I don't. I mean, we don't need to hug to, you know. I think I've hugged Mitch one time. Mitch, we had a whole an episode where we talked about uh, boundaries, and and Mitch mm-hmm. expressed that he does not love to be hugged. Right. Um, and so I hugged Mitch once, and it was kind of a like. Well, I mean, he offered to DJ my wedding for free. Yeah, and we side hugged, right? Like, <sighs> right, like it was it was fine. Um, but 
it was it was like a we're taking our friendship to the next level here moment, and it it, <laughs> it, it warranted a hug. And so, sure, but and, and I think Mitch was totally fine with that. Oh, he was not yeah. offended. In fact, I think he would have told me if he was. <laughs> yep, not super reserved that guy. Yeah. Um. So, you know, there's all kinds of like, but as as difficult as this is to navigate as adults, sometimes when people don't know how to like use their use their words or don't feel comfortable expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. Think about how much harder that is when you're a little kid mm-hmm. and you don't have that same toolbox, right? Right. And so I recently saw a story. This was on Facebook, and I will open it so I make sure we're getting everything correct. Well, and I'll put it up on the website, and you'll you'll have it there. And it, this is so this Facebook article, and I'll let you get into it. It's a little bit more than just physical touching. It's all about kind of, it's a little bit more in depth. Yeah, and I'm actually not able to find it right now, okay, but well, I'll just recount it. So yeah. basically what happened is this this woman was in her own home and with her kid, and her um, father, not the child's father, the woman's father, um, was, I think, tickling the kid and like playing with her physically and the mom looked at her kid and could tell how uncomfortable she was. Mm-hmm. And so she said, you know, she asked the kid, do you want him to stop? And um, the, ki- and the kid, like, she, she eventually said, yes, I want him to stop. Um, but I think even before the kid expressed that, she was like, hey, you might want to take it easy. Like, she looks uncomfortable. Finally, she directly asked the kid. The kid says, yes, I'd like him to stop. And she said, so see, Grandpa, like, you, you need, you to, need stop. to stop. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop playing with her. You can't tell me how to play with her. And that's so, kind of... So that's how... I'm, so I think, and that kind of exactly says for my why, I think we think, because we're older and more experienced and we're bigger and all of this stuff, that we are somehow, like, we hold dominion over them, right? We're in charge of them, so we get to then dictate... Every single everything. Right. Well, okay, sure. That's a whole lot of the, because I say so. And I, right. that's how I was raised. I didn't appreciate it. Um, that's really not giving your kids the opportunity to speak up for themselves. I think it sets a lot of bad things up for the future. But it is. It's because we think since we're in charge of other things, we're in charge of everything. Yeah. Well, we're, they are allowed to say they're uncomfortable. Yeah. And and when we make it especially hard for them, like I said, I think we're, you know, but it's because we think we're, we know everything. Yeah. As adults who have lived more, it comes up in all kinds of aspects of life, right? When someone is so super clearly an authority figure, it kind of feels weird and maybe even wrong to tell them what to do or to right. assert well, yourself. You're taught, you know? you're taught, and a lot of my friends have expressed this, and even I was, you respect your elders, you do what your elders say, you do all these things. Again, this sets us up for a lot of problems yeah. and, and or potential problems with people for various reasons. And I don't think that people... So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I like made a kid hug me the other day. I don't I, think you that don't, you're not the devil. That doesn't necessarily make you a jerk. I think that this is kind of a normalized thing, and it's it's like um, it's almost like because the kiddos can't express themselves, we think there's nothing to express, right? Right. Like there's just 
they don't they don't know what they want, right? right. But of course, no, they they, they do. do. <laughs> they just don't know how to say it in the words you understand. Yeah. Well, and of course, so there is an entire range of like. I mean, and even at moment to moment, different kids want different things. That's so right. Let's, let's talk a little bit about the kids in our lives and how we handle it and how how we navigate that a little bit. Okay. You want to lead off? Sure. Um, you have tr- lots and lots I of... I do have... So w- we have a lot of weird, weirdly unique situations just because most, you know, all of the kids that we have aren't ours. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, our nieces who are younger now our older nieces and nephew it's not kind of applicable anymore they're they're all mostly ad- i mean my young mia is um 14 just turned 14 and so this doesn't apply to my older 3 who and Nicole and Noel are both adults but to Ella and Ava who are still children young children um i don't i mean i know my dad is much more give me a hug and a kiss and um but but if they do it willing, that's like. But what if they say I don't want to, or what if they don't? Um, I I mean, I, I think he would be annoyed or pissy about it, but he wouldn't force them ultimately. Right. Also, um, Ava's much more huggy, like my brother was, and Ella's not, and so mm-hmm. like the rest of us really respect it and are much more. You know, you hug me when you want. I'm like, oh, may I have a hug? And they hug me. I right. mean, it's really not. It's yeah. It's not like. So this is this episode isn't about the young kid Me Too movement, right? No, like and, we're not trying to blow this out of proportion right. either. And, and my and then my godchildren, I mean, um, they are all pretty huggy, feely kids. Like they want to hug a lot. They want to sit on our laps or be held. Um, but funny enough, Clara the other day they were at the house and she asked me if she could sit on my lap. Uh-huh. She didn't just sit on my lap. How about that? <laughs> and I actually thought that was really yeah. Um, that was really cool. You know, she didn't just, she knows I'm going to let her. Right. I mean, but she did not assume to invade my personal space, even as a seven-year-old. Yeah. Um, she was very much, um, you know, she, she did. She said to me, oh, may I sit on your lap? I mean, it was really kind of sweet and cute. And, but I never asked her, I've never asked any of them really for the most part for hugs or anything. And if I did and they said no, I'd be like, okay. Well, if you want one later, I'll take one. Which was the one that asked if she could give me a hug that time? Addie. Oh, <laughs> so, like, oh my God, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so the other set, and, and they're very, I mean, all, all of the kids are very huggy and touchy. And, and yeah, I mean, Addie wanted to hug you yeah. right away. And she, so it's funny, oftentimes when I have Addie and Clara, who are from two separate families, um, you know, my two separate sets, they often are each on one leg. They're yeah. the, they're exactly the same age. They're one day apart, um, yeah. and so it, it's it's funny. They're they are definitely them. And then Hallie, who's like the next oldest girl, are are really 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 huggy. Yeah, she could have given me as many hugs as she had wanted uh, to. Yeah. I would have. It's 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 hung awesome, out for a while. Awesomely magic. Yeah. And, and so yeah, like my actually all of those kids are pretty huggy, but um the youngest of the Phillips girls is not. Danny's yeah. not particularly. I mean, she'll want, she, she wants me to hold her when she wants to be held, but she definitely determines the, the rules of her own yeah. so, autonomy. So my little crew <laughs> runs the gamut a hundred percent. Yep. So, and I, so several years ago, um, I was, I was already an aunt at this point, um, 
I and I will say so until I got married, I didn't have any kids that I suppose society would designate as my nieces or nephews. Well, yeah, they are. They're they are. You're, they're you they're know, the cousins and and friends and, and cousins that and are all God, your generation's like, kids. Yes, yes, they are. They are every bit as much uh, you know my nieces and nephews as screw society. Whatever people, <laughs> um, and so yeah, I had a friend once, and I've I've always been like a little weird about it, but I had a friend one time that was like. Oh, you're so you're like one of those cool aunts that's not like biologically an aunt, but like one of those ladies. And I was like, Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's all I've got. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like if I got if I don't got that, I got nothing. So you can't so, take it away from me. Yeah. So I read this Huffing Huffington Post article that was about this like many years ago, and so after that, I started being more intentional about mm-hmm. how I interacted with them in this way. Um, I will say before I read that article, I used to make my infant nephew Jace when he was a little baby hold my hand in the car when he was in his car seat, but he probably doesn't remember. You that. guys are markedly younger, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> and so I think about I was like that. You're like twenty, 20 and I eighteen. I, I think actually, the difference between being like twenty and and being a little bit more forceful with that kind of stuff and being yeah. over thirty. You should know better. Yeah, I also yeah. think like the the close uh, like the more kind of maternal, and I you know I'm not a mom, but I'm still got a maternal like mm-hmm. side to me. Like I'm I'm very maternal actually. Funny enough that I didn't become a mom, but not funny enough. It was by design. But um, I I just we're we're setting them up for bad things. I think in the like in the future yeah. if we're. If we're doing that. And I do think yes. we should know better when we get older. And I don't think Jace has any impressions of that. Probably. He doesn't. And <laughs> it didn't hurt and, him. And like it was said, tender, And you were like but... most, you were a lot closer to his age, right? Like, no, no, no. He's an infant and right? I'm 18. No, I know. But still, like, you're not <laughs> right. now the 30, you know. Oh, You, you yes. get what I mean? Like, you're still a younger kind of your, you, you, I mean, we certainly don't even know everything now. Yeah. But we still but I don't know think better. There's not a world where he, like actually remembers that though. Not at all. So, but my nieces, uh, as I've got Noah, who's my, who's my nephew, but he's much younger. Um, and he, I will also, I will always ask him before mm-hmm. I give him a hug. Mm-hmm. Um, and I usually actually let him and all of them come to me. Um, but I've got on, on the niece spectrum, on one hand, I've got my niece, Charlotte, um, and she is like a tiny little puppy dog. And so she's mm-hmm. the niece that like, I open my car door and like she sprints across the yard to give me a hug, right? Yeah, yeah. Not every time. No. But like, yeah. boy, do I have some clear memories of that. <laughs> yeah. And that like melts my heart. And then I've got my nieces who are the twins. <laughs> the twins and their little sister Hadley. And to be honest, sometimes I think when I ask them for a hug and they say no, it's out of spite. Um, yeah. And not discomfort. But guess who doesn't get to guess who doesn't get to analyze the motivation? Yeah. Anybody. You. That's right. <laughs> no adults. If they say I don't want to hug, I say, oh, okay. Okay, cool. I love you. Yep. Love you anyway. On the other end I'll of the spectrum. hug you when you would like one. Right. Mm-hmm. On the other end of the spectrum, I've got my niece, Ellie, who has a her little brother, Noah, and and her little sister, Lily, who's not old, old enough to, you know. Make decisions for herself. Right. Yet. <laughs> but Ellie is sometimes, she. I mean, she's not a super touchy kid all the time. She's not even always super touchy no, with her own she parents. She was sure dancing with Donnie at your wedding. Oh, that yeah, was, she was. I mean, that's his new woman. He, but she, <laughs> she was taking him from me that night. But it's all on her terms. And yeah. she's the one who I, I have to be the most intentional about asking mm-hmm. because sometimes she says no and I know she really doesn't want to hug. And that's, that's right. You know whose business that is? Hers. That's her business. Yes. And and, and and actually, how very profound of her and, and mature to really be able to 
She knows it. Yeah. She's not just saying it. She does know she oh, doesn't yeah. want a hug for whatever reasons are hers. And it's it makes me proud that she says, no, thank no. you. No, yeah. And she's a very respectful young lady and very concise and and yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and I will say with the other with the twins <laughs> and Hadley, they'll say no and then also like be hanging off of you a few minutes later. Yeah. So but like Yeah, they're just being sassy. Yeah, and but that's it's okay. On, but they get they're to, allowed be. to be. It's on their terms. Sure. And they're sure. and they get to hug someone or not hug someone whenever they please. Right. And for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I think that for some reason when when we look at kids, we discount their desires. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, like it comes naturally from like discipline, right? Like, yeah, I understand you want a second dessert. You can't have one because you have to sleep at some point. But that shouldn't extend to like issues. There's some politeness stuff. Okay, so like acknowledging somebody or shaking their hand, things like that are a little bit different. And and we're not really talking about that stuff. We're kind of talking about the forced like hugging, like invading personal space. Yeah, it's affection stuff. And that... And I don't mean this in a creepy way, but it's something that feels kind of like intimate. Right? It is. It it's is. A, it's a personal space issue. That's right. And some people have personal space issues. And obviously, yeah. those are not something that's just some construct of an adult thing. That is a kid thing, too. And, and, that, and that's okay. Yeah. And as much as I said before that this, don't like read into this, all right, here's these crazy feminists off on this thing about how we're abusing children. Like, that's not what we're saying. But, and I said, you know, this isn't the Me Too Junior movement. That's that's not what we're doing. But I do worry about when we say, yeah, I know you don't want to hug, but you're going to hug now anyway. I worry about what that teaches kids. I, I definitely do. I think that it sets them up for being people being allowed to do things because they feel like they can't say no. Right. And it makes harder discussions even harder when you have to have them, when right. you've already set a bad, like, tone. Right? Well, and what if, you know, what if something weird, like, of any measure happens to you at preschool or school? Well, that's and right. And your mom has already said, no, you've, if you grandpa have... wants a hug, you have to give him a hug. Well, what happens when preschool teacher wants a hug and you don't want to give him a hug? Right. And, and, and so... Or does something else you don't want him to do, and then That's right. you've been forced and to do this before. And you can't say no. You've been told when an adult says this or an adult asks, you must. And and I'm not I'm not okay with that. And I do think it sets us up for a lot of problems later on. And I will say, especially with kids, like you might think that sounds ridiculous that a kid would easily be able to tell that it's okay when it's their grandpa and they wouldn't be able to tell they when cannot. it's their preschool teacher. It's an adult. It's an adult, and it's a person in in, in authority. And a lot of, I mean, I have a lot of friends who have said, I was taught to respect my elders. I was taught that whatever elders say basically is, and it's, and it has caused problems. Yeah. And then it leads into other things as adults. Even if it doesn't, even if something catastrophic doesn't happen, it does lead to other situations that are not necessarily helpful or healthy. Yeah. And I, like I said, this was never an issue for me because if anything, I probably made adults uncomfortable with my hugging. (laughs) But I think it's important to remember that if you're making anyone uncomfortable, what you're doing is you're causing a little bit of suffering. And it might be, it might not be like this, you know, terrible mortal amount of suffering, but you're, you're causing a little kid some suffering. And, and, you know, so my, uh, my cousin Cheyenne, when she was a baby was afraid of my dad. (laughs) My dad didn't do anything to cause oh, no, that, right? No. He, but he, he's like, lovely. 
I think it was something about his like mustache or something. And like literally he would walk into a room and she would start crying. What if my dad was like, well, I'm going to make her like me and I'm just right. going to stand in this room right next to her until she stops crying. Actually, it's funny you said that. We had a, we have similar... So in my family, the men are kind of extreme looking, I guess. I don't know. They're <laughs> all really dark skinned and they've got heavy um, mustaches and th- dark hair and a lot of hair. And all of us were terrified of one of the other's fathers. <laughs> Funny enough, they all like look alike though. So it was really weird why. But my But you doesn't it doesn't matter why, right? No. And my so like my cousin Robbie, who she loves, she loves my father. And but she she always is like, I'm so sorry, Uncle Tim. But she was terrified of him. Right. Well I was terrified of my uncles who are twins. <laughs> um, there's two of them. There's it's like the two shining. of them. <laughs> and they're gigantic. So they're the tallest in our whole family. They're like six three. There's two of them. They also have very long, um, very like waist long hair and it's very thick, um just Oh wow. Yeah, like horse mane hair. And actually one of my uncles one of them still has that hair and he has it in a long ponytail. He's well into his fifties. But they were not terrible you know, they're only like twenty years older than I am. Not even twenty years older than I am. So like when I'm born, they're like seventeen probably. <laughs> and so then there's two of them. I'm terrified. They would pick me up and put me in the fan. Oh my. Yeah. And so that's the opposite of respecting kids' boundaries. I mean, <laughs> Ultimately, we all got over it. And I mean, I don't think they put me in the fan when I was still terrified of them. I think that was more like a once I kind of got over it. Okay. But and also, I'm glad. So we're also not saying if you like, if you've done this in the past, you've ruined a kid for life. Like, no, I'm here. We all love our uncles. And like, that's what Robbie always says. She's like, I'm so sorry, Uncle Tim. You're my favorite uncle. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's like, (laughs) it, it was fine. We just were like, right. And so then it's like, so you're already a little scary for whatever reason. And now you force me, and then like that could that could traumatize kids. It didn't happen to traumatize us, but and then there's also know. the whole because I can like hear in my ear someone saying this like, well, it, like being a kid's hard, and I had it this way, and like I don't care how you. Yeah, had we it. don't care if you walked up the hill both ways in the snow. Like and, we don't care. And we're not saying you're the <laughs> evil ants from James right, right. and the Giant Peach, exactly. but like if you can make a kid's life a little easier. Like probably make do a it. kid's life a or little just easier. Not even not making it easier. Probably just don't make it harder. Right. Like don't you don't have to make it easier. Don't make it harder. Like right. And we know it's not that hard, but it also doesn't have to be as hard sometimes and, as uh, yeah. you know. I mean it's hard so it's hard it's hard it's hard to be a human sometimes, right? Like it's just hard to be a human. And it's probably especially hard to be a human who can't fully express themselves. Right. A kid might not even know in the moment why they don't want to hug somebody yeah, right they now. They just don't feel it, like it. And it might not be they don't want to hug you. They may just not want to hug anyone. Well, at that it's moment. just like right now. Do you want a hug? If you don't particularly want one, why would it be any different for a child? Right. It's just a. It's just a feeling, and it doesn't have to be for any reason. Right. Um. And so we've talked about we talk about boundary stuff a lot, and I think um, in Mitch, you're pretty like. A, so, at least in, in tune and takes aware and takes seriously. your boundaries seriously. I mean, do you th- were you traumatized as a kid? I mean, do you think this comes from anything or just more like a... That I'm respectful of boundaries? Yeah, and, that, and the fact that you don't love to be hugged or anything. I mean, were you like forced into like hugging servitude? <laughs> no. no, I don't think so. Um, I have a very affectionate family mm-hmm. for the most part, um, especially my grandparents. My dad is really... Uh, my dad is my dad, and you know we have that dad son relationship where mm-hmm. you know we high five, shake hands, whatever. Like we're not big huggers. I hug my mom. Mm-hmm. I don't kiss my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
don't I rarely hug my sisters to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't love them, it's just like don't you just know. don't do it. It's just yeah. not a thing for me. Um, it's not how you show affection all the time. Yeah, and I think everyone. that that's that's the other thing. And it, my sister has a, a kid now, so I've got a nephew, and and uh, my best friend has two little girls, mm-hmm. and they're awesome. And I've got a, a bunch of other friends with kids, mm-hmm. and so when I am interacting with kids. I never go straight for a hug. Like I would rather get a high five first. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a high fiver. Mm-hmm. Like let's high five. <laughs> there we go. That's cool. Like we've we've bonded there. Oh, you don't want to high five me? That's cool. We'll see about that later. You know, we're yeah. gonna hang out and you're gonna be here for a while. So we'll talk and I'll see what I can do to to make you feel more comfortable with giving me a high five. But I'm certainly not going to force a hug on somebody or anything like that. To me, that sounds almost like ego. It, I, I mean, I think, and that's what I, I mean, my thing is, it's like, oh, well, I'm the adult and it's what I say and it's what I know and well, you you're going to do what I, me. Yeah, and you're going to do what I want because that's it. I'm the grown up here. Well, like, it's, it's like I said, it's a lot of because I say so. I realized that, and like you were saying, like both of you were saying, um, facial hair. Kids are weirded out by facial hair yeah, sometimes, yeah. Um, and I, I've I've realized that, and I realized that I don't look like everybody else because I've got a beard, I've got tattoos, I've usually got my hat on backwards, I'm loud, you know, and and if it's not what they're used to, yeah, it can be very it, intimidating. That's right, uh, especially when it's just like, hey man, won't you give me a hug? It's like, whoa, who the hell are you, yeah, and yeah. what are you trying to prove here? Yeah, you're and a lot. <laughs> And I get that because I'm intimidated when people want to walk up and just start hugging me and yeah. stuff. And I and so, as far as that goes, like I don't want a kid to feel intimidated or, or weirded out by being around me because of something that I'm uncomfortable with them not wanting to do. Sure, you know what I mean. It's the the concept of hey, can I get a hug? No. Oh, come on, bring me a hug. It's like. Well, yeah, you no. have to like me because I'm an adult. Right. And the fact that you don't like me means that I have to figure this out and, and make you like me. Yeah. And and I don't like that's not how relationships work with adults. So why would it work that way with a kid? Right. It's as far as the forcing people to do anything. It, you said it earlier in the episode when my when my parents told me I had to go to church. I didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. Well, my parents gave me the option. I was there every Sunday, twice, and Wednesdays, yeah. you know? But when it was mandatory, yeah. I stopped having fun. And so with a kid, and, you know, you guys have met my uh, best friend's daughters, and, yeah. and it, they came in, and I, I gave them both high fives, and then we, we played around, and we talked, and we played with the dogs and stuff, and on the way out, high fives again. Yeah, And it's... It's fun it, that way to yeah. me because it, it I don't like and if they don't want to give me a high five, I'm good with that. Hey, can I get a high five? No. Oh that's cool. Yep. That's cool. We'll work on that later. Not a big deal. I got you. Yeah. Well, and we got hugs and actually go ahead, Ren. Yeah, I was gonna say, so they, they hugged us on the way out and like I don't know, it all just also doesn't have to be that big a deal. But I think yeah, I think that's the yeah, weird like, part. Everybody like bring it well, down. Well, and the little one didn't hug me, and then her dad's like, "Oh, are you not going to say hi, bye?" And she's like, "I did," and she, I mean, she thought she did. So why did I need a hug? Why do I need validation from an so, almost three year old? So right. as you're saying that, and as you were talking about, what it made me think is like, I think what happens is when a kid like says no, it it almost to the person feels like not an insult, but like oh, it's like 
it looks like we're not as close or like like that would indicate that I'm not the grandpa or the aunt right. or the whoever right. that I'm supposed to be. And I think like Again, ego. Right. That's right. And well and it's so, a show sometimes. I agree. If you go into a family situation, I've seen it. And because I'm from a big family and we've had aunts and uncles who have been close and not close in proximity literally we are closer to the ones in proximity, and I could see the ones that weren't as close pushing more because it was like, well, I'm your aunt too. Well, right. but you know what? You're, I just don't see you. No, well, and, and that's something that I, like, I, I do that, and I'm weird about family reunions, and, and possibly, and I don't know, I haven't talked to a therapist about this or anything, <laughs> but it, you know, coming back to it, it it may be because of having to go to those family reunions once a year and hug all these people that I didn't know and have all of these conversations that I with people that I and I saw once a year and barely recognized from year to year. Right. But they all knew me and they all knew what my interests were. And they all wanted to hang out, and they all wanted right. hugs, and, the, and we were supposed to be this big connected family. And, and I get that. But it didn't feel that way to me with the whole once a year kind of thing. You know right. what I mean? And so now as an adult, I go to my family reunions because I know it means a lot to my mom. Yeah. But the people that I actually cared about in my family, the people that I knew <laughs> and really, really connected with in my family, I talked to when right. I need to talk to them on the internet, on Facebook, on social media and all that stuff. And I went to this last family reunion I didn't know anybody except those people, and I, I was okay with that. Yeah. And I, I didn't talk to the people that I didn't know, and I didn't try to hug the kids I didn't know yeah. and stuff like that because, to me, it's very impersonal and it's forced. Right. And I think that's weird is the value that people put on family. Well, I, I, Donnie and I get into this all the time because he's always like, well, it's your family and whatever, and I'm like, no. Your family are the people who rally behind you, choose you, stick with you, care for you, love you, make sure that you're important. It's not just because you're blood relation. I mean, and so, and then, and all of that weird, like, kiss Aunt Mildred, who you, you've only met three times. Uh, I, or has I'm, been really unkind. To yeah, his, or you know. she tastes like cigarettes. Like, my whole family smokes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm not kissing Grandma. She's, you know, she smells, she tastes yeah. like an ashtray. I don't want to go to Aunt Maxine's house because she smokes in that's, there. That's right. And she lives in the projects. And it's, it's not, it's, yeah, I don't want to be there. That's right. And I'm certainly not kissing this woman. I don't care. This, like This you is know. going down a weird road, but. Um, <laughs> well, so, but <laughs> where, my family's kissers, right? Yeah. And so, and that's a whole nother thing. And that's come yep. up and, and that weirds people out and stuff. And that's fine. Part like, of this can be cultural. Yeah, I don't too. really care. Like, kiss, don't kiss, do whatever. It's all a matter, though, of if the kids and anybody, all of you, as adults or not, if you don't want to kiss your family, don't kiss them. I don't have to kiss my parents. I do. My brother and I stopped kissing. Well, thank God that stopped. So, <laughs> so stupid. I think sleep the <laughs> interesting part here, and I, I saw this on a podcast I listened to called The Daily Zeitgeist, and I, I think that another aspect of this is that people have put too much stock into the concept of family, and I know that is an unpopular mm-hmm. uh, opinion. I, I realize that, but... I think that people are too committed to their families and they throw around that phrase, blood is thicker than water, which on this podcast, they ask people to give a myth and something that 
most people know to be true, but they know to be false. And this person said, the phrase blood is thicker than water doesn't mean what you think it means. Because so many people will use that phrase to justify why they're still like helping their crappy younger brother or their cousin seven times removed. It's like, man, it's family, man. I got to be there from a family. Regardless of how close you are with your family or the interests that you share with your family or anything like that, the phrase actually says the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. The meaning of it is actually the opposite of the way we use it. This is from mystudentvoices.com. The saying actually means that bonds you've made by choice are more important than the people you are bound to by the water of the womb. The saying reflects the fact that blood bonds you, or excuse me, that bonds you choose for yourself can mean much more than the ones you don't have a say in. And I fully agree with that. And as a kid, you know, we were talking about family reunions and and stuff like that. To me, it was always just super weird to deal with these people that you only run into once a year. And everybody wants to hug you and everybody knows you and you're a kid. You're like, man, there's a pool over there with other kids. I want to be there instead of you talking about Lee's fried chicken and how good it is. I ate the chicken. I want to swim now. Well, yeah, or you hugging your Aunt Mildred or me hugging my weird uncle, you know, Fred or whatever. Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. Some of it's very predatory feeling to me, honestly. And I think it doesn't, it doesn't help kids when they're trying to stay away from potential predators because they're out there and I know it sounds like hyper like sensitive and weird and but if we don't help kids with boundaries in home and in our times like that I don't know how we expect to help them in 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 real life situations if they they think oh well if an adult says it if an adult if an adult makes me if if an adult hugs me if all these things are okay then when when do I say no when do I report it when do all of these things happen well, and I think instead of saying, because I can, I can imagine people are listening to this now thinking like, I'm not a crappy grandparent, I'm not a crappy aunt, I'm not a crappy anything because I We're do not this saying thing. you are. But I think what we can do as like someone who gets to be in a kid's life is we can say, it's my job. Instead of like, oh, they didn't hug me, so that hurts my feelings. Um, You're the adult. Right. Sorry. Well, and it's probably not about you. It's but nothing w- to do with you. We can say, I get to be part of making sure that... They're happy and, and not just, I don't mean just excited in the moment. They're overall like happy and safe in their lives. That's and right. I get to make sure that they like know how to like say what they need to say and stand in up any for situation and all kinds of things. And it's because it's just not personal. It's not, it's not right. like, so when, when, uh, when Mitch's friends were here and Riesling, when they were leaving, she actually talked to me quite a bit. Like yeah. she talked to everybody, but she, she talked did. to me. She loved she you. Loved yeah. Friends. <laughs> yeah. She really did. But it's probably because like I look like someone that she like had a good impression of Whatever. or she just she just she took to me. She liked how Who you knows? looked. She liked how you sounded. It didn't matter. But it wasn't because she doesn't like, like Katrina. That's right. I, and, and Evelyn then, hugged us both and didn't hug Mitch, who she has an established right? like and relationship then, well, with. And then you know? and Riesling actually hugged you and Lily and then didn't hug me. And when Kyle said, Oh, well, you're gonna say bye to Katrina, Riesling said, Oh, I did. And in her almost three-year-old mind, she th- probably thought she had, and it's okay. Right. I'm not going to go home and be really mad and really sad that Riesling, who I would have loved to hug from, didn't hug me, though. 
It wasn't it's, a personal value. It wasn't a personal. Statement. That's right. She just <laughs> got overwhelmed because there were like six adults in this house, and yeah. she's a little person, and two dogs and, losing their mind. That's right. <laughs> right. And so it's just. I mean, it's not. It has nothing to do with me or anything. It's like we're reading into a lot of things, right? About a kid just saying no to a hug. Then we really should. Well, and really, when we decide that to not take things personally because it's not about us, that's a very freeing thing. It, to it is do. nice. It does make things easier. Yes. It makes life a whole lot easier. Yeah, and I don't remember if I said this during this recording of this segment or the <laughs> one we did that crashed because we've been having a lot of computer problems lately, but if a kid doesn't like you, that's fine. Like mm-hmm. Everybody is different, well, and, and, and pe- different people come in and out of these kids' lives, and I, you know... Every adult doesn't like you. The thing shouldn't be, <laughs> oh, you got to like me now. It should be like, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll work on we'll it. We'll work on it. That's right. Well, you and, may and, like me by, by the end of this. You may not, but you, you maybe you'll like me when you're a teenager. Yeah. No, you know? Evelyn, I'm telling you, yeah. it, like uh, my my best friend's oldest daughter, like we did not get along. It, it, like, you know, it was she would come over, super shy, all that stuff, and I would just be, okay. You know what? Mm-hmm. You do your thing. Uh, there's some stuff over. There's some coloring books in the back room. You can go hang out over here, or whatever, while while you're at the house. You know, you obviously play with the dogs. And then she found my Nerf guns, and we've been great friends since. Yeah, because we spent an entire afternoon just chasing each other in and out of the house while everybody else was here talking with Nerf guns. <laughs> and and I mean. It it just came around. You didn't force it. Right. It was fine. And so then it's natural. And then... Why don't... I mean, but you don't like every single adult you meet. No. So then why should every kid... I don't like every kid I meet. Right. Well, why should the kids like every adult too then? If you don't. I mean, it's just... It's a lot. Don't take it personally and probably just don't invade their space like you wouldn't invade anybody else's. Generally, take as little personally as you must in this life. In any, it's anyway. a child. Child's. Child's. <laughs> child's big, are. Big boy <laughs> words. Children are fickle. Yeah. Well, humans are fickle. Yes, but I children mean, especially chil- sure. are fickle and they're fleeting and of they course. can be mean as well. But that's because they're learning how to do this. That's right. And you telling them that they have to hug you is weird. And yeah. stop it. Because yeah. that's one thing that they never have to do is make physical contact with anybody that they don't want to. Well, and they're certainly not around to make you feel better. No. Kids are not. No. Not their job. No. Nope. Not not at all. So I guess... Um, and by the way, to, <laughs> to my in-laws, my parents, anyone listening right now, this doesn't mean you can't hug my kid. I, I can hear you thinking it right now, Kevin Young. <laughs> I love just you very like, much. Just you know, yeah. Like, get consent, right? We'll just need a signed form before yeah, we hug. I mean, just once, just once just, a visit, yeah, at least. Or, just a or, signed form, or every and morning from the child. The child has to sign right. off on whether you get to do that. or That's not. right. That's right. And then you get to <laughs> you get to sign your acknowledgement underneath it. I'll yeah. draft up that form for you. I appreciate that. No problem. Every time she leaves the house. He or she, whichever it turns out to be, yeah. uh, they, they will have to be. They will have a list of all the people that are allowed to hug them. Katrina, would you be it, would you be available to notarize? Set oh, form? for sure, absolutely. Yeah, and it'll be like, but it's again, it's. Oh, you're it's, a notary. Oh yeah. Hell oh yeah. man, I got just, all the power. Change the game. Listen, I got it's, some stuff in the other room we're going to talk about later. It's <laughs> off um, the but air. It's, it <laughs> is. Um. Yeah, it's fleeting, and so they could also change their mind. They'll happily notarize the the form of change too, and I appreciate happily that. do that for them, and just you know probably everybody ease up on the forcing kids to do like things that you want them to do right. when it's not 
their safety or an actual rule. You okay. come off weird regardless of how old you are. Stop there's, it. Well, there's no rule that says kids have to hug you. So get over it. If your stop, ego you is know? based entirely on whether a four-year-old <laughs> to a 12-year-old <laughs> will give you a hug, you, then you need to go see a therapist. Get, <laughs> get right with Jesus. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm not really kidding. Um, so anyway, um, do we get anything else other than just don't do that? Don't make kids feel weird. No, I think that's about it. Don't right, make it I think we could have just done that as the episode. <laughs> hey, so, everybody, hey it's Ren and Katrina. Don't make kids feel weird. We'll see you. <laughs> I kind of agree with that. It's, it's a pretty simple concept to me. So, Well, I just, I mean, I think it's a good thing to talk about because I don't know that it just naturally occurs to everyone because it's such a normal thing to this, this whole like, ah, give them a hug business. Very well, normal, and well, it wouldn't have occurred to me if I hadn't come across someone commenting. Well, that's on it. right. And then, like you had said it to me, and I thought, yeah, it is kind of you know, it is kind of like a weird like I have dominion over you. I'm going to make you hug me. And then I thought I started thinking about it, and it was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really love that. It's another one of those weird things, like asking somebody when they're going to get pregnant. It's something that happens literally all the time, yeah. and it's so normalized that sometimes we just have to take a step back and think, like... Maybe we shouldn't do it. How just does this actually make Yeah, just because it happens all the time doesn't mean we should necessarily be doing it. And Correct. and there are repercussions to stuff like that. So, you know, just be respectful of everybody, and yeah. I think we get along a lot better. And no matter what you're doing, obtain consent. That's right. Just and kidding. And <laughs> probably like us and subscribe. We're on um, iTunes, and we're on Stitcher. Um, find us at uh, on Instagram, that other F word pod. Find us on Facebook. Maybe someday Twitter, when Rin can get around to it and feels we can capable. Out how to tweet. Um, and isn't scared of it. Yeah. And that other F word.com. And make sure, hey, send us like a message and let us know what you want to talk about. And we'd love yeah. it. Any feedback. And also tell somebody else about us if you don't mind. If you need any advice, feel free to ask that too. No, yeah. um, I don't know about that. We're not. Oh, I'd love advice. Yeah. Um, could we do an episode just about Mitch's dating life? And we could, ooh, we could take Colin advice for it. Ooh, that'd be fun. Mm. Bum, he wants bum, to do bum. a Colin dating show. All right, for Mitchell. so we're ready for the, uh, and, the theme music. Uh, huh? And so I think, um, <laughs> guys, and uh, thanks for listening. And remember, feminism, feminism isn't a bad word. word.